I'm Greg Tarnopolsky with AME Consulting Group. I'm the lead mechanical engineer for the project. I'm responsible for all the mechanical related items, including plumbing, HVAC, and fire protection. I'm Otto Chang with DYS Architecture. I'm the project manager for this project, uh, Tapestry Victoria Harbor. And uh, I, my role is the, the prime consultant for this project. We acknowledge we're on the traditional unceded territory of the Lekwungen, Esquimalt, and Songhees nations. So we're standing here at the corner of Douglas Street and Belleville. Uh, it's a historic part of the city. Uh, across the street is Thunderbird Park. You'll hear behind me sounds of traffic and uh, at times sounds of the inner harbor. Uh, you might hear some ferries. You might hear the bells of the Royal BC Museum. Um, we're looking at the building. It's a mixed-use residential building. Um, it's primarily for, for seniors. There's 131 rental units and 42 condos. It's a 15-story tower and a five-story podium. Uh, there's significant amenity space with outdoor space on top of the podium with wonderful views of the inner harbour and surrounding area. Tapestry's location is unique in Victoria being uh, within distance of the historic Fairmont Empress Hotel, walking distance to Beacon Hill Park, and the bottom of Douglas Street is actually mile zero of the Trans-Canada Highway. So we're at the most west coast point of Canada. How about let's go to inside to see the tapestry and uh, we'll show you some uh, the feature of the building. Now we're entering the main sliding door into the lobby. As soon as we entering the main lobby, you can see the reception area here. And then the entire ground floor here is amenity. On our right hand side, it's the living room, the games room, and the theater. On our left hand side, it's the bar and restaurant. A major sustainability aspect of this project is to minimize greenhouse gas emissions. And the common space amenities are heated and cooled with a heat recovery air source heat pump, which offsets greenhouse gas emissions from a traditional natural gas-fired boiler. So the common spaces um, are both heated and cooled to ensure that there's a pleasant environmental uh, temperature and, and feel. Let's, let's go up to the elevator and uh, take a look at uh, one sample of the suites. So we are now stepping out of the elevator onto the 11th floor. Let's take a look at uh, 1107 unit. Now we are in a two brand new two bedroom unit. We have a large amount of uh, glazing area that you can look out to the harbor and you can enjoy daylight. A quality view looking at the harbor and the museums, Empress Hotel, uh, that's on our northwest corner of the building.
This project is targeting lead certification, and as such, there's a requirement for a high-performing envelope, including um, significant insulation levels and high-performing glazing. The units are heated primarily by electric baseboard, and there's a central ventilation system serving all the units that provides lots of fresh outdoor air, making the space an enjoyable place to be. So we are stepping out on a, one of the balcony and you can look down to the podium level. You see the green roof. We, we're having a green roof for uh, stormwater management and heat iron reduction. It's provided better views for the residents living on the tower. From this height, you can actually see the, the ocean, the Juan de Fuca Strait, and beyond that, America, the Olympic mountain range. It's nice, at nighttime, you can see the lights of parliament. You can see it now, not so well, because it's daytime, but you can see the bulbs on top. They light up and they change color, actually, at Christmas time. So next we're going to go down to the common amenity space and see what we have to offer. This building is a non-smoking building. During construction, we try to make sure that the workers here is not smoking inside the building. And when the building is, is it's occupied, the resident has a, has a policy is not going to smoke inside or outside the building. So now we, we are here on the fifth floor and we can travel down to the common amenity areas. Um, down the corridor on our left hand side, it's our wellness center. Further down, there's a, there's a gym. And here we are about to enter the multi-purpose room. So now we come outside out of the multi-purpose room here we are standing on a roof deck. It's a common area, uh, common amenity area for out outdoor activities. Outdoor barbecues. Um, you can also see there's a planting area uh, for the residents to enjoy. There is evidence of concerts, commitment to greenhouse gas reductions uh, in looking at the radiant heaters, which are electric. Typically, uh, we would see gas-fired heaters. We're going to head up to my favorite place, the mechanical room on the roof. We just step out the top floor, level 15. And we are walking up to the mechanical room at the roof.
We just walked over the gravel roof to get to the mechanical room and we're just entering it now. So we're in the mechanical room. It's a penthouse on the top of the tower. It's a room that most residents will never get to see, which is unfortunate. It's filled with the, uh, the lifeblood of the building, uh, including uh, the domestic water heaters, the pumps which circulate heating and cooled water throughout the building, storage tanks for that water, boilers for heating water, and a number of uh, electrical and communications uh, systems to operate it all. The design of the building, as I mentioned, had significant greenhouse gas emission reduction goals and the mechanical systems rely on a heat recovery chiller which is actually on the roof you can't see it now just outside those doors um, that heat recovery chiller can operate in heating mode or cooling mode or if the conditions are such that we require both it can provide both and it does so at a very high efficiency and uses electricity as the the prime fuel. Heating water and chilled water is distributed throughout the building um, to heat and cool. The common spaces have both heating and cooling, whereas the residential units have heating only and rely on natural ventilation for cooling. The energy performance of the, of the facility is, is targeting a 33% improvement over a typical building built to code. Uh, which, which results in significant energy and, and cost savings. And the uh, system itself has the opportunity to control based on uh, operational cost, whether uh, depending on the outdoor temperature, we can rely on the boilers more uh, or the air source heat pump more. The domestic water for showers and sinks, etc., is heated by two um, high-efficiency condensing water heaters. Uh, so these are 98% efficient. The entire mechanical system has significant metering, and so that means we're metering the incoming gas and electricity, the energy used by each subsystem, and all that goes back to a DDC system to be continuously monitored and trended. Uh, this is used both in the commissioning process to ensure that the design, uh, that the actual operation aligns with the design and for continuous optimization. As the building continues operation, uh, we're able to optimize control and, and tweak functions to make sure that it's, it's always operating at peak efficiency. It's worth noting the greenhouse gas emission reductions is targeting a 63% reduction in operational greenhouse gas emissions associated with fuel consumption over a, a standard code building. And the overall energy use is um, 118 kilowatt hours per meter squared per year, uh, which roughly equates to a, a step three building. Now the, the building, um, was permitted at a time when step code wasn't a requirement of the city, but it's great to know that uh, it is achieving those standards for um, what will be expected.
So this is the air source heat pump uh, located outside. It's a big white box. Uh, you can hear it operating now, but it's actually behind acoustic panels, so the noise of this machine isn't heard by any neighboring residents. Uh, we wanted to ensure that the that the project is uh, it, it, that the project is quiet for our neighbors and, and not provide any annoyance. Uh, the unit itself is quite high technology. It was built in Italy and shipped over. It took um, 16 weeks to to build and ship over, and it's uh, an amazing piece of equipment. Okay, now we're having uh, from the roof back down to the parquet. Now we are in the underground parquet. We have four level two electrical vehicle charging stations for residents. And we also have two additional electrical vehicle charging stations for the visitors. This is a green building features required by the city. And also we have reduced the total amount of parking store in general because we are in a downtown Victoria area. We have easy access to public transit. It's walking distance around this area. One of the credits that uh, the project is aiming to achieve is the enhanced commissioning lead credit. So what that involves is a, a separate commissioning authority uh, providing overview of the project from early design right through construction and beyond into operations and ensuring that um, that the design is uh, both energy efficient in in theory and in practicality so they uh, ensure that um, all the equipment is running correctly they ensure that the systems are properly balanced and operating correctly and that um, moving forward um, everything is maintained in uh, top quality state. This project has been five years in the making, so we're really excited to see its opening in early 2021. Thank you for coming along on this green building audio tour. We're very excited to open for all its future residents. Thank you for joining us.